1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing: A Journey to Holiness with your host J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Block Talk Radio, The Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening Mr J R Diggle yeah. <laughs>
0: and welcome again to Hope and Healing, Our Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here tonight on the Soul of America Radio Network. That's right, every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 8 o'clock in the Central Time Zone, 7 o'clock in the mountains, 6 o'clock in the Pacific, and wherever you may be around the globe, you are tuned to Hope and Healing, Our Journey to Wholeness, and we're so glad to be with you. I'm your host, J.R. Thicklin. I'm Always delighted to be a part of the Soul of America radio network, where each and every Monday night we are addressing the issues of hope and healing. Those that have been impacted by issues such as domestic violence, sexual violence, abuse, abandonment, rejection, those that have been oppressed, those that have lost uh, uh, grief, whatever it may be, this is the platform that gets us back on track to that journey of wholeness. So, my friend, I tell you, it doesn't matter where you've been, it doesn't matter what has happened to you. I'm saying to you, starting tonight, something good is going to happen for you. And I believe that tonight, that even in our time together, we're going to talk about some things that have happened most recently that is good for everyone. So listen, tonight by way of radio by way of the internet, I should say. That's www.soulofamericaradio.com www.soulofamericaradio.com Or if you would like to call in or you're calling in tonight, you can call in at area code 323 is how you join us. Area three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. 323 And remember, if you like to have a question or have a comment or have a question, simply hit the number one on that keypad and that lets our producer know that you want to get on the air. But I'm so glad to be with you on this Monday night, the first Monday night in the month of February twenty fifteen. And I have to say one day after the Super Bowl and just so much that have transpired in our time together. And I want you to know that for those of you that are listening for the very first time, that you can also reach us in a number of places. Uh you can find our uh you can find our um actual uh you can find our actual page on Facebook. We have a couple of pages. One of the pages is uh Destiny by Choice 2 uh, fellowship page. That's Destiny by Choice, the Roman Normal 2 fellowship page right there uh, on Facebook, as well as you can find uh, us on uh, one of our pages, Domestic Violence, that is your business. Uh, and so that is what's going on there uh, on that those particular pages. And we want to bring your attention to so much that is happening. So now, if you have not gone to our uh, pages on facebook we encourage you to do so and uh, especially there with our destiny by choice two fellowship page there where there's a number a number of things that are happening there with our social uh, media our social ministry outreach there and um uh, and uh we have so many things going on we have a daily roll call that's going on every morning we have daily bread going on we have shout out and uh saturdays and throwback uh Thursdays, and just a number of things that are going on. And i like to take the time right now just to uh, uh, give a congratulations to one of our uh, roll call winners for the month of January, and that's a, that congratulation goes out to a young man uh, that has been the first. That's right. He has been the first most consistent person to be the first to post on, to be able to post on um, our uh, page there on Destiny by Choice 2, and I'm going to get him up here in just a second because I want everybody here in the studio to get ready to help me celebrate this young man here who have called in, who has been a part of this for the month of January. That means that he has been there consistently, being the number one person to post on roll call every morning. That means that brother uh, is getting up early today. So I want to send out a special congratulations Benny Diaz Oliveres. Uh, uh, Benny Diaz Oliveres. And so let's give him a, a hand as he tonight is our winner. Our winner for the month of it's the month of uh, January 2015. So from uh, Phil America Radio and Jesse Stu, we congratulate you for being that individual to be in our roll call winner for the month of January. Once again, let's hear it from Benny. Tonight. All right, and that's always great to have it there. And that means a lot of sacrifice, getting up early in the morning, being the first person to post, whether it's hello, whether it's sharing a scripture, whether it's sharing a song. The fact is that you have made it uh, a priority in the month of January. It speaks volumes about your commitment to making a difference, and that's what it is all about. Can we make a difference? Are we willing to do the things that we need to do? Daughter to be the difference makers that we're called to be. Listen, the show tonight's show is going to address a few things tonight. I want to talk about it quite a bit. Of course, I know we just had the uh, Super Bowl on yesterday evening, and uh, uh, some people was telling me about uh, one of the Super Bowl commercials that was there, and I didn't see this one for whatever reason there, and it was the one dealing with the nine one one call violence and actually uh the call the call was actually being made by a victim and everything but it wasn't the right place uh I believe that um uh, if if this is a particular one that she actually was talking as if she was uh she was calling and the pizza place uh there was more or less uh saying is everything all right you do realize that you call a pizza place when they was able to fig- figure it out and as a result That was a life that was saved and a rest that was made and uh, one less victim of domestic violence. And um, that's what it's all about inside of this. There's so much to talk about tonight, and I want to get to it tonight as we are getting everything set to go forth tonight on this show. And one of the things that is so very important is the fact that I want to talk about here in just a little bit, and that is, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, that uh, Melissa Alexander has been released from uh, jail, and I, I and I applaud that today. Um, I applaud it because, the fact, in my opinion, she should have never done the time that she did, and even the conditions. I think that we have lots of work to do in addressing this situation. Lots of work to work to do as it relates to uh, people such as Melissa Alexander, who uh, basically, folks, if you don't know the story, it's been a tremendous story. I believe it was two. Intend that she was arrested shortly, about a uh, maybe maybe less than um, a good week after her giving birth to a, a child, I believe a her daughter here, and her husband, a strange husband who had a history of abuse, actually uh, had been threatening her. Came over to the house where she was, and Melissa uh, was afraid for her life, and she fired a warning shot. And as a result of firing that warning ch- shot, there. Uh Melissa end up being arrested. And has been uh, basically incarcerated since that time, and so we want to talk about that today. We want to open up to some other things today, and I want to get us on right away a caller number ending in six two five nine We're going to get to you in just a moment here. I just want to make sure that each and every one uh, is in place and right after this commercial break, we're going to take our first caller, a caller number ended in six two five nine You listen to hope and healing the journey of Your us. This is your host Jr. Ficklin, and we'll be right back after the break.
1: This is the Soul of America Radio.
2: Thank you for listening to J.R.R. Thicklin, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. We feature every Monday night a show solely devoted to people that are going through abuse some type of problem in your lives that you can't work out. We mainly focus on domestic violence, the cancer in our lives. Join J.R.R. Thicklin, your host, here every Monday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock p.m. Central, right here on the Soul of America Radio. You can contact Jay every Monday night at 323-784-9638. Or you can listen to him online. Just follow at soulofamericaradio.com and listen for, look for live streams. And that way you can speak or listen, whichever your choice may be. Thank you for joining us tonight. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin, on the Soul of America Radio.
1: If you're listening via Internet and you want to speak to the host, Please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio.
2: Here's your host, J.R. Thickland.
0: Welcome back to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on the Soul of America Radio Network. And just before going to a break, we said that we'll be taking your calls right afterwards. We've opened the show. We're going to talk about some good news. and want to talk about some things that must be done as it relates to issues of domestic violence. I want to talk a little bit about the efforts of the NFL. Do you feel that those efforts are Uh, enough do you think they're sufficient enough and secondarily do you think the efforts uh, of the approach that they're taking do you think that is the most effective approach and so we want to get to your calls and your comments here in just a minute Uh, but we want to go to the line and take our first caller call a a number ending in 6259 want to say good evening you're on the air with hope and healing a journey to wholeness good afternoon you're on the air Caller, you're on the air. Number ending six two five nine. Okay. Um had a caller up there. I don't know if they uh, stepped away from the phone there. But that's how you reach us, area Code three two three, seven eight four nine six three eight. Erico code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us tonight here on Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. And once again, I'm your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here tonight. Uh We've been talking about the fact of uh, uh, the good news is the fact that, uh, you know, uh, I am just so excited on one hand that Marissa Alexander has uh, been released from uh, jail. And if you don't know that story, you know, uh, I really don't know where you've been because of the fact it made a lot of headlines uh, uh, because of what many consider to be a real problem a real problem uh, with uh, the way her case was handled, a real problem with uh, how the prosecution went about it, a real problem with uh, the things that happened to her. And uh, after being incarcerated as long as she was, uh, you know, basically taking a, a plea bargain, you know, uh, I'm upset because, the fact, she still has another couple of years on house arrest, you know, being monitored and justice in her uh, case. And so I want you to know that you know that you know here's a mother, young mother that uh, you know, that was basically trying to protect her life and the life of her child. You know, and uh. Uh, and Mar- Marissa Alexander was initially it was uh, sentenced to uh, twenty years in prison, uh, and but she was a victim. Her husband beat her while she was even pregnant, and yet another beating she endured from him um, after having a baby. And what Marissa did is what I think anyone did. She well, she did better. She fired a warning shot which traveled through a wall and to, to the ceiling. But that shot undoubtedly saved her life. It saved her life, and um, and um. And yet, it's still prosecutor Angela Corey uh, did not take into account that uh, that Marissa Alexander had gone through what she had gone through. She had a corrupt, uh, had a court injunction against her crazed husband. Uh, She had just given birth nine days before this incident happened. And, uh, you know, and she was a person who, not only that, she was trained to use a gun and had a, a concealed weapons permit. So, by all stretch your imagination, guess what? Marissa Alexander did the right thing. Stand your ground law for anyone like Marissa Alexander. But you gotta understand that this incident took place in August ten. Okay. While pregnant, Marissa Alexander was battered by her husband on August 1st, 2010. Her premature baby girl, born nine days earlier, was in the Baptist South NICU, fighting for her life. While Marissa fought for her life in her own home against uh, her attacker, which was her husband. But she did time uh, at the facility there in Duval County, and um, and she because she fired a warning shot, people. Fired a warning shot, and so when you talk about firing a warning shot here, Marissa Alexander really went through some things, and I'm going to work on it. I'm going to uh, going to have ND uh, to work on getting uh, uh, on our show, and I don't. I don't uh, count that out of our reach. Um I would like to get her on on the show. I know uh, I've done other shows that of which I talked about Marissa Alexander and the injustice. and I really felt that uh that she was not uh treated fairly. I really felt as if Marissa Alexander uh actually was overlooked in many ways. I I felt like she did not get the justice that many that many have gotten if it had been a man or even a uh, a white person, who this had happened to, but uh, once again we have so much work to do when it comes to this issue of domestic violence. And uh, Marissa Alexander, a uh, mother, I, I, like I said, I watched the interview with her the other day, you know, after her release, and uh, it's just very, it's just very simple. She wanted what anyone wants to live free from uh, the harms and threats. Of being uh, killed or up under those type things, there. And so I think that we have to keep, um, we have to not to keep Marissa Alexander in prayer, we have to also work with uh, individuals that are going to uh, be on that side of, um, you know, uh, doing the things that need to happen. Marissa Alexander is 34 years old. I'll be 35 on this year here. And, uh, you know, uh, she has children. Now. Uh, she has children, uh, two kids, as a matter of fact. And she did what any mother would have done uh being in danger. And um and on in November, uh, Marissa Alexander actually um she uh, accepted the pre deal. Uh should I say she accepted the uh, the condition there, the plea deal there and um and when she accepted the plea deal there it allowed her to eventually um be released here just last week. Uh like I said, she still will be on a uh I believe it's two year on uh, dealing with a house arrest. So uh, once again, she has two sons. Uh, uh, that I mean, she was um, impacted by this, and, and I, I do apologize and everything. As I'm reading the screen uh, here about Marissa Alexander, you know, one of the things that stand out to me is the fact um, that this individual, her husband, literally uh got off. He really got off here. If there was ever a uh, mixed character of justice here, this was the case here. So uh, when Marissa Alexander discharged that and the president of her estranged husband and his two sons, uh, the case did get widespread. Just widespread uproar, and so I want to talk about this for just a second here. Where uh, Marissa Alexander, she was threatened by the guy. she was beaten by him, when, even when she was pregnant. Um, she had gone through all the different situations. One would have thought it was a slam dunk case, but the problem was it wasn't. Uh, that that once again that uh, uh, <laughs> the individual uh, Angela Corey, uh, who could not even get George Jim- Zimmerman convicted. Yet it's still she was the individual that was ready to give Marissa Alexander as much as sixty years in prison for firing a firearm this uh uh in the air, uh to basically warning shot to scare her strange husband because he had not only abused her, but he was threatening her and she had just given baby, uh, birth to the baby nine days earlier. So that's a real problem here, and uh, and we have to turn our attention toward this because it's a very important thing to look at. So area code 323 that's how you reach us. Area code 323 is how you reach us today. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin. And um, I don't know if that caller there... Uh, it's still there, but I'm going to go back to caller numbered uh, ending in six two five nine. Good evening, welcome to Hope and Healing: A Journey to Wholeness. You're on the way, you're on the airway with J.R. Thicklin. Caller, are you there? Caller, you're on the air. Number ending six two five nine. Welcome to Hope and Healing: A Journey to Wholeness. You're on the air. What's your question or comment? Okay. All right. That call is there. Perhaps they don't understand that they are on the air, but I'll, we'll get back to you. But if you'd like to get in, you have a question or a comment, just dial that number, area code 323 and we'll get you on the air right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. Uh, so we dealt with the issue there. We got with Marissa Alexander and actually going through all this that she's gone through. And the fact of the matter uh, really, um, really went through a time. Because if anybody, if anybody uh, that the stand your ground rule was meant for, it was definitely hers. Now, of course, you know with that that whole phrase about stand your ground it got a lot of national attention, notice, um, you know, in the George Zimmerman case and stuff. And the thing about it, uh, when Marissa Alexander was denied uh, new uh, stand your ground hearing. Because what happened is that it gained momentum. And what we discovered was the fact there were many people that became outraged. Because um, what we saw here, with Florida being a stand-your-ground case, uh, state and everything, this looked like this was the perfect case. But it did not cut the mustard. Uh, I, in my opinion, felt like she was, uh, she was definitely wrongfully sentenced in the first place. And... Um, and the fact that a circuit judge had previously denied Marissa's Alexander request for a new hearing for immunity under the senior ground law. And as a result, she was sentenced in 2012. And and you talk about under Florida's 1020 uh, uh, life rule, uh, the prosecutor in this case here was going for the juggler vein. So, uh, you know, it's been a lot of fights in order to um, – uh, get Marissa out, but we have to fight to make sure that this doesn't happen again. This was something that should have never have happened. And you think about it, here's a mother who basically has been kept from her children for going on five years. You uh, know, it's really a sad thing. You know, her spirit is up, but um, this should have never happened, and, and uh, it's really a sad time uh, in this state. And, and uh, it's a shame that this has happened uh, to an individual um who basically just was simply doing what anyone would do to protect himself. She could have shot to kill, but she didn't. She fired a warning shot. And um, and, uh, here it is. In doing so, she found herself on the other end of the law. And too often we see the victim be re-victimized by the system she was re victimized in the worst way. Revictimized having a baby that was nine days old. And here's the mother being carted off to jail. There's something tragically wrong with that picture. Yet it's still we saw it play out. Eric code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That's how you reach us. Eric code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. You listen to Open Healing, a journey to wholeness. Uh, you can be on the air right now if you're interested in uh uh having a word with uh us today, maybe a question or comment, uh you just simply hit the number one on your keypad and that will allow us to get you on the air and we're going to go right to our lines. And I'm so very glad to say that caller, you are on the air with us in just about five, four, <laughs> three Bring here to, get, to bring you on the air here. I do apologize for all technical difficulties at this time, everything. I'm trying to get you on the air and D. I think we have uh, just a little technical difficulties here, and we're going to get you on. I ask that you be patient with us. Uh, you listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thickland, and um, as we're getting this buffer situation correct, we're going to bring you right on the airway right after this commercial break.
2: Via internet you're probably seeing a series of advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in Soulful Talk Radio. Fellowship on Facebook is a spiritual, drama free, judgment free fellowship forum for like minds to share in encouragement through testimonies, scriptures, music, prayer, worship, and fellowship. It is our desire to be an oasis of hope in the midst of the deserts and wilderness of life's most challenging experiences. We welcome you for prayer requests as well as your testimonies as we collectively operate as thermostats, changing life's experience through God's leading in His Word. Join us as we empower lives and shape destinies. That's Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook through a search you can find us.
1: If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio.
3: I am Indy Harlem Two, and I am fighting the power on the Soul of America Radio.
0: Worldwide, coast to coast, talk radio. This. This is the soul of America Radio. You're listening to SOAR. And
2: now back to Hope and Healing A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thickland.
0: And welcome back to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm very glad that you've reached out to us here on the Soul of America Radio for Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. I do apologize. We are having some technical difficulties, even in getting some people on the line, and uh, we're trying to correct that even as we are going for you this evening and uh, uh, so that we can have a complete show. Um, and, uh, and we just hope that you just bear with us as we're, trying to get there inside of um, uh, this whole process here. So I'm just trying to be able to communicate and make sure that we're reaching you that are out there and and for those of you that have reached out to us and that are out there uh, we really, really do appreciate you taking the time to join us here on tonight uh, on Hoping a Journey to Wholeness and um, let's see. I have no idea what's going on right now other than the fact that we're waiting to get back up on the air, um, we could still be on, but it seems as if we're having some real difficult times here. And uh, we're trying to get back on, and um, hopefully uh, we'll be up in just a second. So we're going to do is see if we are making uh, progress, and, uh, and I hope we are making progress here. It looks like we're coming back on. Look like we could be up. And that's good uh, So let me bring on our uh, caller Caller number four seven nine, None other than Our eyes in the sky And the person behind the <laughs> scenes Who makes it all possible Good morning I'm Not good morning, good evening, Indy How are you?
3: <laughs> good evening, Pastor Jay And everyone who's listening How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm having a real t- a tough time here seemingly with the board and, and something is going on in the air, but I, I know that you're on loud and clear because everything is lighting up here. So that means that things are good. You're on the air.
3: <laughs> That's great. That's great. I just wanna I understand you were talking about the uh, Marissa Alexander case yes. and um, it is a great day that she's been released after serving what like, three and a half, almost four years? Yes.
0: Almost four years, something.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, a long, long time. Um, after firing one warning shot, um, in the air, um, you know, regarding her, you know, estranged husband Rico Gray. And the funny thing about that that case is that Rico actually um admitted to abusing her and other women in his life. And um I just don't I just don't understand that case at all. It's just it's just beyond words.
0: You know, it it's a sad thing. Because here is a case that basically you almost get a confession out of the guy. <laughs> you almost right. get a confession out of him. Uh there's enough history against him. I mean he's abused her while she was pregnant, which uh by the way it's considered felony domestic battery. Uh there's an injunction that's against him. All of these things that are in place and yet right. still, she fires a warning shot, and she's the one that is arrested. She's the one that is prosecuted. She's the one that is taken away from her two kids, including a baby that was nine days old when this happened. She was the one who has mm-hmm. done time-by-bars like she is a criminal. She's the one that, as far as I'm concerned, was threatened and bullied by uh uh prosecutor uh, Angela Corey. She's the one oh, yeah. that was railroaded inside of this and this was done so by a woman. I hate to say it, a woman prosecutor.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: One who could not mm-hmm. even one who could not even convict George Zimmerman on his bogus charges. Exactly.
4: And yet it still,
0: yet it still found it so easy to uh throw this mother, this woman mm-hmm. in jail, this victim because she fired a warning shot in fear of her life, shot, mm-hmm. fired a warning shot. No injury, no hurt, no pain, basically trying to get him away from her. And wow. no good deed goes unre- uh, goes unpunished. And in this case here, here she is arrested. And not only did she get to 20 years, but if had it been left up to Angela Corey, she would have gotten 60. She would have gotten even more because she tried to go for more against her. This <clears> was <throat> a perfect case where where really the Florida stand-your-ground law should have been triumphant here. She stood her ground. Exactly. She stood for her life. And yet
3: and you just showed almost a double four standard. years
0: later. Absolutely. Yeah, you,
3: show, you definitely see a double standard there. I mean, there's no comparison between – um, George Zimmerman, and Marissa Alexander. I mean, and I just found out from from you listening to you tonight that she had a concealed weapon permit. I didn't know that.
0: Absolutely. Had a concealed weapon permit, so she was covered. Everything that you would be required uh, uh, to have, she had.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Wow, that's really interesting.
0: It's it's amazing. So, you know, it lends itself to the question, uh, um, why, 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 uh, why could she find herself in this situation? And how Mm -hmm. could she find herself in this situation? She is being treated as if she is the one that did the wrong. And
3: that's a
0: real exactly.
3: Problem. And that then you have the Florida problem. um and then you have the um the Florida State Statute um seven seven six point zero one three, justifiable use of force and it talks about, you know, stand your ground and the stand your ground kinda came from like the Castle Doctrine. Um and, you know, people who like you know, kinda reading the law, it's just very confusing. But the stand your ground law Basically, you know just states that an individual has the duty does not have the duty actually to retreat from any place they have lawful right to be in, and um they may use any level of force, including um lethal um if they reasonably believe that they face imminent and immediate threat or serious bodily harm or death, and clearly. You know, she felt those things. And um, like you said, there were confessions there and everything. And, um, you know, yet um, George Zimmerman clearly was the aggressor (laughs) and still is the aggressor in other situations that's coming up in the media. It's just a double standard. And um, we just have to just, just keep on it. We have to be conscious about our laws and um in our rights and just keep pushing. Um we just can't can't just can't give up because we see that you know, if if we don't say anything, if we remain silent, um, these things will continue to happen.
0: Well, as has been said, you know, evil prevails when good men and women remain silent. And in this case here, the case with Marissa Alexander, and one of the things for me is that I like to humanise Case because it's a real case. Here's a mother. Mm-hmm. Here's a mother, uh, a mother who has just given birth, who's in fear mm-hmm. of her life, and has every reason to be so because of the fact she's endured the abuse. She's been physically abused. <laughs> right. Um, you know, she's been uh, physically abused by this individual mm-hmm. while she was pregnant. So if he had no regard for her while she was pregnant surely he has no regard for her now that she's had the baby. So she's the oh. fear of her life. And she does what I think any person would do. Well I think most person would probably had shot at him. But rather she exactly. shot and fired a warning shot mm-hmm. and the rest becomes this horrible history. This horrible history. Mm-hmm. So you know there's so much uh uh to, to uh there's so much uh to consider here when um, uh, I look at this case here, and this case here is one that is really shocking. This is a case that's really shocking and that, you know, for a minute there, this case got buried up under so many of the other high-profile cases. It was buried. Right. It was buried. Mm -hmm. It was buried under the George Zimmerman case. It was, uh, you know, it was buried up under other cases that had gone on. It was buried even Mm -hmm. up under all the other cases, whether it was Michael Brown or uh, 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 Greg uh, Garner. Uh, It was buried up under all the cases Mm -hmm. here. And unfortunately, you know, you think about the one high-profile case that involved a woman, and it Mm -hmm. was buried. We did not get the swift justice. We did not get the understanding. We did not get the things that we needed.
3: Right.
0: And And that's a real sad
3: addressed. Right. And there's so many issues that could have been addressed just by that case alone. You know, domestic abuse, standing your ground, um, you know, just so many things that could have been addressed and could have been um, opened and put on the table for dialogue.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and
3: and
0: and we cannot allow this to be the end. Uh, inside of this, we have to continue to not only stand up, we have to definitely confront lawmakers and and different ones because the fact these are the voices that are unheard, and and to a certain degree, you know, um, you know, domestic violence is a very, it's a very complex issue. It's very complex. There are no winners inside of domestic violence. And even if the perpetrator thinks that they have won, there still are no winners, because the casualties and the casualties of the conflict that is left behind oftentimes are children. Oftentimes the casualties that are left behind is families that are oftentimes destroyed. And so there is no winner inside of domestic violence and domestic abuse. And the problem is the fact that I think that when it comes to really reducing it, we have to understand that it's not a one size fit all. And I think part of my problem is the fact that we've tried to say one size fit all and it doesn't. There are some individuals uh-huh. that need treatment. Mm-hmm. Intense, I mean, really some intense almost uh, cleansing almost inside of it. And they need it in order to stop it. I know the different mm-hmm. approaches. We've tried to approach by trying to get men to, uh, you know, to respect women and those things there. And yet, I see there's a whole group of men out there that that's not their reality. So how do we find a way to reach them uh, to to uh, to get to their human soul and their human spirit and that domestic and sexual violence destroys? It, it destroys lives. It, it destroys futures. It destroys dreams. And, and that has to be something that has to be uh, a part of a a more holistic campaign from the ground up, mm-hmm. from every sector of life. This is not- where we're saying, you know, we tolerate unacceptable. It is not something uh, occurring. We're involved early, we're seeing the uh, rate of teen dating violence uh, escalate out of the roof. We're seeing more and more teen dating violence happening. We hear dating violence happening everywhere. That's mm-hmm. years being separated from their children.
4: Mm. A long that, time. That's
0: just too much. I mean, you talk about cruel and unusual punishment. That is both cruel and unusual punishment okay. that she has to endure this. Air code 323 784 reaches, air code 323 uh, Are you listen to Hope and Healing and Journey to Holden? I'm your host, Sarah Ficklin. I'm being joined by... Uh, Harlem and uh we're always glad to have you on the air if you'd like to uh, have a comment a question just speak call the number air code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight and uh you can always hit number one on your keypad that lets our producer know that you want to get on the airways and we'll get you on the airway tonight it's hope and healing the journey wellness. I'll be right back after the break after the break we're gonna wrap it up tonight uh, right at the top of the hour, so right after this break, we'll be right back.
1: This is the Soul of America
4: Radio. My name is Bernadette Stannis, and you know me as Melma from the TV show Good Times.
1: And I am hanging
4: out with Tony on the Soul of America Radio. we lucky, we got.
2: Voice of wisdom in a relationship, needing a new direction to go in in an abusive situation. That's why we're here. This is the Soul of America Radio.
0: Welcome back. Hoping he'll journey to wholeness. Uh this is your host, J.R. Thicklin and we have with us Indy Harlem. And uh, we're right about uh, about still and we're gonna about about uh six minutes up in the show, everything. But uh, we're talking a little bit about Marissa Alexander. And we want to talk about a little bit about the di- different victims of domestic violence and sexual violence that continues to go on. And the thing about it is that, you know, even this weekend yesterday um, and this whole entire weekend, you know, uh, when uh, the NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell gave the State of the, uh, the League address and, uh, and I know that he talked about his challenges this year with domestic violence, and I'm not criticizing you know, this is such a controversial issue that is going on, even as we speak with the commissioner. You know, the thing that is going on is, is just um, incredible because of the fact there is no win-win. Because so many people are, are bent on how to do massive balance. But no one wants to give in. It's not just it a matter of this or that. It's a matter of this and that. Let me there's different situation here. There are those that want to address it from a male patriarchal dominance type of perspective, modality a perpetrator is from. There are others that want to address a victim type of modality and yet it's still they're very And then there's, I mean, all kind of approaches. And I think what we have to understand is that, what is all said and done, we cannot try to fit the realities into the theories that are out there. In the approaches, but we must to develop approaches according to the realities. Instead of addressing this issue of domestic violence, and there's so much that needs to be done. Indeed, I mean, on campuses and. Inside of Out of the, uh, community centers, uh, on high school grounds, you name it. These things are happening. Mm-hmm. we treated as a normal way of life, and it's not. It causes It causes hurt. It rips the heart yeah. out of individuals. It destroys mm-hmm. what one thinks of them. And yet it's still really a fascination. It isn't.
3: And you know, it's like almost um, a year since. Uh, Roger Goodell decided to suspend Ray Rice for um measly two games, um, you know, after he uh, assaulted his, well, say it how it is, after he beat up his wife and knocked her out cold in the, um, the elevator um, incident. And, um, you know, where is the domestic violence initiative? that was supposed to be put in place by the NFL. Um they just have a history of leniency on players um arrest, you know, arrested on domestic violence charges. And um I, I just don't think that they take it as serious um as it really is.
0: So. well one one of the reasons I think it is and definitely it's not a justification the fact it's such a violent sport, and and think about it, I'm, this this place to the schizophrenic nature and culture in our society, we get excited. You got millions of people watching a Super Bowl game yesterday last night. You got people uh, that that feeds into this multi billion dollar machine called the NFL. It's a violent sport in which we see men knocking out of each other in this competitive way. And so, mm-hmm. at one end, America enjoys aggression. They enjoy that type of thing. But on the other end, a lot of these individuals turn it off. But rather than throwing footballs, they're throwing their wives and girlfriends around and tackling the opposing player. They're tackling their their wives, their wife or their girlfriend or their children around. And so, in many ways, how do we prevent? How do we intervene? How do we begin to put things in place that are gonna tweak the culture which we've always looked at the a national football league? So a certain degree mm-hmm. how we describe it. Grit and glory. Grit and glory. Pain. Mm-hmm. High staking action. So it's something that we yearn for on one hand and yet it's still on the other hand, we so devastate and um Mm-hmm. to the everyday life of individuals who are involved. And so we've got to find an approach, one that's not a reaction, but one that really is developing to deal with this. And that's why I said that we have to start very early on, we have to start with the kids. We yeah. have to we have to undo this whole mindset that for some reason athletes are somewhat pretty or they're entitled
4: mm-hmm.
0: or they get a free pass us too often and guess what? All the way through school we've always known the athlete always got treated differently. Mm-hmm. And so in many cases the athletes and passed on through school because of the fact that they're athletes. But no one have held them accountable. No one have demanded mm-hmm. a certain standard from them. And, and and the hard part now is now that they're grown men and playing NFL now they're finding it hard to to, de- uh, to demand a certain standard of uh, the standard of them. But it must be done if we're going to see and see the deduction and reduction of the occurrence of domestic violence in our society and definitely a uh, um, uh, reduction amongst the football players out there.
4: Right.
0: On next week, everything, I hope that between now and next week, Perhaps we Chris Alexander be our guest. Uh, we'll have a special guest on next week. But until that time, we're right at the end of this. And as always, uh, those of you that are singing, I encourage you to uh the destiny by choice two fellowship page there on Facebook. That's Destiny by Choice Two Fellowship. And uh check it out. You'll see so many things there. An Oasis of of just oh, an Oasis of just strength, wisdom, and inspiration. And until next time, this is J.R. Thickland, along with Indy Harlem. And we're going to bid you today a good night. Have a great time and uh, God bless. And remember there is no for domestic abuse.
3: Back last.